If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Here we go. It is Follow the Money on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Polly Howard, live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino on tap today. Over the next three hours, we have Nigel Seeley in 45 minutes. Yeah, get your World Cup bets ready at that time. How good was he in the guide? Loved it. The World Cup oh. betting guide here at VEASAN. Tremendous job out of him. Yes. Zach Jackson on the Browns' bills today. Later on, Connor Allen with player props. And uh, Chuck Edel, professional sports better. Loves betting those totals. We'll talk to him in about two and a half hours today. On the show, and we'll begin with uh, what took place last night, Paulie. Thursday night football. I think it was a. Um, I think both statements can be true here, and, and you can't really say that all the time for games. But you know, primetime spots, individual matchups. But the Packers were clearly bad last night, and at the same time, the Titans were really damn good. I mean, if they got that play out of Ryan Tannehill for the rest of the year, who knows how far they can go? Solid defense, that running game. And by the way, that was like 28 carries for Henry, and he had uh, fewer than 100 yards. Yep. Great job out of Rabel. All you can do is tip your uh, captain that guy. He's the reigning coach of the year. He can maybe win it again. He's so good. I don't think it's crazy to say they could win 12 games, right? And now when you look at this, how the schedule sets up, now they get this big win, and they just there's no letdown spots for them. As Michael said, they're 7-1 and one straight up in their last eight, and the loss was at Kansas City in overtime with Willis at quarterback. Yeah. So they've covered eight in a row. You look at the record, 7-3. and three. How about the loss week one against the Giants? They blew a 13-point lead. Mm-hmm. So uh, he, he's an outstanding coach, and from the t- uh, from 
the whole coaching staff last night. Play calling, defensive game plan, offense, defense, total mismatch. Tennessee coaching staff against Green Bay coaching staff. Yeah, I'm not going to call that like a 16 versus a 1 last night, but that was a good 3 versus a 14, the coaching staff. What is with the cushion all night? All night long. Tannehill played well, but they certainly made it easy on him. Oh, I, I mean, the guys, I mean, if it's third and six, right? Someone knew where the sticks were. Yeah. Tennessee, As Green I, Bay, no, I'll just back up here. You can have the first down. Exactly my observation and what I tweeted out during the game. Isn't that funny? Stupid. Every, every single pass play, third and seven, first and ten doesn't matter. The players for the Titans knew exactly where they had to go and uh, where it was going to be open in Tannehill. Tannehill! And this is a good Packers secondary we're talking about, and it's just like, no, guys, we're going to give you 12 yards on, you know, uh, this big play, and you're going to pick it up no problem. We'll give you 12 yards on second and 11. That's yep. going to be an automatic first down. It was the entire game. They actually did a pretty pretty decent job neutralizing Henry, but they got they just got picked apart the entire game. No, they shut him down. Huh. I mean, when you, yeah, when you look at the carries, yards per carry, right. But I love how they were aggressive and taking shots down the field. The, the, on the first drive, the long pass. Oh, yeah. I don't know what that is, throwing a bomb with two minutes left. But that, and then I was kind of hoping they were going to score again. Yeah, I know. I wanted to see that, too. And then they run the clock out. But um, it, it just a great performance by Tannehill. And, and again, they're solid defensively. Mm-hmm. They just, when, when are they going to get the respect, though? You know, Mike Florio had a good uh, tweet from Pro Football Talk. 12-point dogs at Kansas City. Dogs last night. Three-point favorite against Denver. It's like no one believes in them. But the, I, mean, I think it goes back to, and I was, hey, guilty as charged. I was way off on this team. I thought they'd miss the playoffs and go under nine. And uh, the Colts would win that division going away. But I think it's a lot of it what happened uh, in the playoff loss, where they were the one seed, and, and Tannehill looked so bad against the Bengals. But this, you have to respect them. And you have to respect, Vrabel's unbelievable. Oh, he's great. The, the Warren Sharp tweet. He's gone, they've gone over the win total every year since Vrabel took over. And no one has more wins when made an underdog. Mm-hmm. This guy's awesome. Yeah, he really is. And you saw it again last night. It played out right on the first drive, right down the field. And the Packers, you know, defensively, they were they made one play last night. That was the uh, Douglas INT. That was a great play out of him. Tannehill didn't see it coming. That was a stupid. That, that I didn't like that. Though. That was the, the, you're up ten in the fourth quarter, second yeah, and one, run the ball. That was a yeah. it was a bad job by Tannehill. That's the one mistake that he made. Yeah. That was it. Other than that. I mean, I don't, I don't, I can't think of like one positive thing the Packers did last night defensively. Not one. Um, had a couple of sacks. Okay, that's going to come through. You know, a three-hour football game, and then offensively, you know, again, Rodgers was, he was just so bad. I mean, what? When does Aaron Rodgers miss wide-open receivers by ten yards? The when? Lazard play. That's a huge play. The Sammy Watkins across the middle play. Yeah. Oh, was that, why, is that what the one you're talking about? No, no, no. He had Lazard. multiple. He had okay. multiple passes right. last night where he missed a guy. Well, the one late in the game, it's it's going to be a first down, and they're probably going to go on to score. Yeah. Right. And then they didn't convert on fourth down. Huge. Enormous. He was terrible last night. Yep. Way off. Way off. Horrendous. So here's one thing that we never considered yesterday. We never brought up. And that is, because we were talking, we were trying, you know, with the Packers, we said, uh, don't bet them to make the playoffs. If you think they're going to be good down the stretch, look at the over seven and a half wins. Well, with the loss last night, now they're the first team in the NFL to actually, it's a winner, right? If you bet the win total under Green Bay, that's that's in. Cash your ticket. Um, at some point here, when if and when they get out of playoff contention, which could be very, very soon, do they pull a trigger on Rodgers and say, we got we to gotta see a little bit of Jordan Love? We need to plug him in here down the stretch and give us those games against uh, the Rams, Dolphins, Vikings, and Lions after the bye. Oh, that's what I would do. I don't know if uh, Rodgers will allow that to happen, but I think that's the right move. That that's uh, see if see if you can get anything for him they, and see what see what you have and I don't know how long Rogers is going to play but this is a lost season 
and uh, it's over now. Oh, it's over. Oh, it's absolutely. over because and and it, I guess Sunday was a fluke. The second half was it just was. a fluke, which makes me a little bit concerned about Dallas going to Minnesota in favor now. After you see it, just because they've lost six or seven. I mean, that was the outlier. What happened Sunday? All right. Here's Rodgers after the game. He was asked if he's surprised with how the game went after Sunday's win against Dallas. I thought Ryan played really well for them. They uh, stopped the run, gloved us in the back end. Uh, we knew this crew doesn't throw a lot of flags. Um, so, you know, combine that with, you know, me missing some throws and us not capitalizing on a couple opportunities like Keyshawn's uh, return there. Getting points there obviously hurt us, but we just never could kind of get over that hump and get the ball back with a chance to take the lead. This team, the year that they won 13 games and they went to San Francisco and got killed in the uh, NFC playoffs, that year, that was the pandemic year in the draft when they said, screw it. We're not going to help out Rodgers. It was a loaded wide receiver draft. We're going to take, uh, we're going to trade up to take Jordan Love and we're going to take running backs and tight ends in this entire draft. We're not going to address the problem that we have at wide receiver. And they did that again. And basically, again, until they took Watson last year in the second round, they, I've said for three years on this network, they've had no idea how to uh, buy low, sell high. Mm. At one point, they could, if they were going to do that to Rodgers and say, screw it, man, we think that you're done, we can't win with you anymore, why, why didn't they trade him? They could have gotten two or three first-round picks. They could have easily gotten a Russell Wilson-type package for him. Now, could they get a second-round pick? There is no chance a, t- a team would be drug tested if they would give up a first round pick today for Aaron Rodgers. First round pick. Yeah. And a couple of years ago, they probably could have gotten three first round picks. Yep. What a lousy organization, and they've done this now for 30 years, and to have two Super Bowls. I've said this a thousand times. Two Super Bowls with Favre and Rodgers, completely unacceptable. Yeah. Oh, that's embarrassing. No yep. doubt and, about it. And so here's here's another example. Yep. Of how bad the coaching was last night. This was live on this network, Femi. And Wes, they do the live betting show every night at 6 o'clock Pacific, 9 Eastern. They do a great job. This is uh, happening live again on the air during the game as the Titans got down near the goal line. Titans now up to five and a half after uh, Bobby Trees, Mr. Mm -hmm. Robert Woods, goes ahead and takes it down to about the three or two and a half yard line to set up second and goal. So my guess is that we're going to see some Derrick Henry handoffs here maybe. Yeah. Or maybe they go to the Derrick Henry pass. We've seen that in the past, yeah. a little Tebow jump pass from Derrick Henry. Tennessee, uh, two for three in the red zone. Of course, they did get stopped late in the first half on the, on that fourth and one. So uh, I don't think they're going to get stopped here. I think the Packers are in deep, deep trouble. Yeah, this could get uh, pretty scary here for Green Bay. Fast-moving game, mind you, as well, because Tennessee is just grind, ground and pound, and this is what the Titans do. The jump pass! Hold it. Make me the offensive coordinator. No, 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 Femi. Make you, make you the defensive coordinator for the Packers. That's a great call by Femi. He called it live on the air. He saw it potentially coming. The Packers looked like a stink bomb went off. They had no clue. No. Femi is like live on the air calling that action, and that's exactly what happens. And the Packers had absolutely no idea that play was a possibility. Mm-hmm. Good call. I have a bigger problem with they have no idea how to run a two-minute offense. Zero. What are you doing? Oh at the my end? God, Paul! <laughs> oh man! Did you, late again last night. No, not running the football. Yep. Uh, no urgency whatsoever. They're yep. punting a couple of times. In the what is happening? Yep. 
If that was Philadelphia, they'd unleash hell. Yes, they they'd would. do that. New York, you know, they always talk about Minnesota nice and Midwest nice. I mean, at least they boot them a little bit going off the field at halftime. What are you doing? You're two scores down. Femi made a good point, too, about 10-minute drive, no points. Still, go, still, goes, over. still goes over. Come <laughs> oh. on. That was a dream. My God. Yeah. But. Well, I want to see how they respond now because they're playing out the string. Vikings can clinch the division now. How about, how about that? that? Yeah. Tennessee yeah. now 1,200. Minus 1,200 to win the division at some oh, spots. Oh, boy. Man. I'm telling you. Good I mean, if Tannehill can just be steady, that's it. Not turn the ball over. That team's going to be dangerous, man. Yeah. That defense travels. I hear you. It's been good now for two. So yeah, at least so does can... Henry. Yeah. Yep. Lace up your cleats with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook with the latest odds, lines, and boosts. Bet Rivers is your go to for any soccer related content. Check out Bet Rivers special World Cup promotions like their World Cup futures, insurance bet, and World Cup daily bet and gets. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is calling all soccer fans to head to BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app to get in on all the match uh, day action. It is a whole new game. Up next, Paulie will re- uh, recap all of uh, last night's betting action with win some, lose some. And as we pointed out yesterday, it's always important to know the house rules. It also helps if you know this. Details on it coming up on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives, like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, 
We've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Win some, lose some, presented by Bacardi Spiced Rum. Bacardi Spiced Rum, blended with natural flavors and spices for a bold yet smooth taste. Please drink responsibly. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. All right. A lot of big tickets cashed yesterday. Hilliard first touchdown. Depends where you shop. 20 or 25 to 1. Hooper anytime touchdown plus 475. Missed extra point. Couple of them again. Plus 230. And also resulted the two-point conversion successful. Plus 230. At Bet Rivers, Titans first team to 25 points. Plus 350. Halftime full-time. Tennessee plus 220. Titans to win between 7 and 12 points. Plus 650. All rise, Judge MVP. 20 or 25 to 1. Otani, two first place votes. As John Heyman tweeted, it was in the Anaheim area. Yeah, and one guy wrote a whole story on it. Did why, he? Why because he, he called it the okay. best season in the history of baseball, so he had to vote for him. Okay. Goldschmidt to an NL MVP. 65, 75 Dustin. to 1. Hey, Dustin. Our producer. Right. Here you go. AD on you, huh? Come on, buddy. Let's go. Good Thank job. You. Good for you. Devils, good job, Jeff Davis, yeah. yesterday on the show. That's 11 in a row for the Devils. What a story. They're 6-0 and when they allow the first goal. How funny is that stat? Oh, that's Bru- good. good for him play. Yep, Bruins win again, 10-0 and at home. Islanders, 17-1 and over in the third period this year. Another crazy third period wow. last night as they lose. Uh, Penguins, 15-2 and to the over in the second period. Indiana State, North Dakota State over 143 up to 151. Winner. Murray State money line 7 to 1. One at Texas AM. Arizona State money line 3 to 1. Pounded Michigan. Oh, they were up by like 25, I think, the whole game. 87 62. Subscribe, be part of the team. VSIN Pro, our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see these videos and these tweets. Mitch tweeted this. <laughs> yes, the, here we go with the hippo. Oh, the pumpkin. It's like a tic tac. Oh, smothers it. What a beast. Oh, man. No problem. Not as good as the when they were throwing the small the watermelons. The watermelons. He's putting them down. No problem. One right after another. It's like you eat nuggets, right? Yeah, this is exactly what right. I tweeted out. Look at, oh, give me another, another one. one. That, oh, that's a joke. That. Come on. Oh, my God. It's not even an appetizer you for You can't him. even see it. No. <laughs> I could watch that all day. 
A hippo eating watermelons, pumpkins, whatever. Here, I, if, I, if I could do it all over again, zoologist. Uh, I just for, want to toss some pumpkins yeah. all day long. I'd go marine biologist. Yeah. So let's stay with this theme, right? I don't know. I this is Fritzy. Look at the little guy. Cincinnati Zoo. Now the hippo. Well, you see mom and dad. Good for, he's 330 pounds. Wow. Mom and dad would average 20 yards of carry in the NFL. This isn't fair. Look at this. I mean, you're like an ape. Look at the little cute guy. It's Fritzy. The little guy's 330? It's, three, it's 330. Yeah. It's Fritzy at the Cincinnati Zoo. And then here's, uh, here's Fritzy getting loose here, hanging out. Right? Just catching some rays. <laughs> Look at Fritzy. Oh, he tumbles Whoa, easy, pal. Oh, Fritzy. Fritzy fell in the water there. He got a little excited there, the little fella. Right? The size of those. God, they're huge. My, uh, I'll bet the little guy. We have uh, at Pauly Does Vegas on Instagram. It's blue. The French Bulldog that was born deaf checking and little cheese stick, Mitch. There you go. He's got it the whole time. He's like a human. It's been a Loves minute. It. Yeah. There he is. Getting after it. Oh, look at his face. Like seeing our buddy Blue. That's right. He is awesome. A couple loose. Some Packers, one and a half up to three and a half. No chance. College of Charleston, Davidson over. 158 up to 166. 89 to 66. Uh, no good there as well. Win some loose. Represented by Bacardi Spiced Rum. Please drink responsibly. Email is ftmadvison.com. This is from uh, JT. Maybe Rodgers will end up with the Colts. They seem to like washed up quarterbacks. <laughs> Ooh, too soon. Yeah. Okay, so what do you have with the uh, Browns-Bills game moving to Detroit? A uh, bunch of books now well, telling people exactly what uh, is going to happen here in terms of grading tickets that were made on the on the game. Well, disappointed. I wanted to see uh, a game played in a blizzard. Uh-huh. Uh, the other thing is disappointing because I had a good number. Not as good as Adam Chernoff, but uh, where I bet it, no action. Uh, talking to our buddy Fitz, he was betting overs yesterday because uh, there are some places. There's a well-known offshore book that still considers it action. Mm-hmm. So reaching out to several people and getting the lowdown, I reached out to Jeff Sherman at the Westgate immediately, and he said, capital letters, our house rules, still action. You have action at the Westgate. It is a void at Caesars. I imagine William Hill as well, same company. It is, yep. It's a void at uh, Wynn. No, uh, uh, it's action at DK. Johnny Avello. Uh, Dustin reached out to Johnny Avello, and Johnny said, if Buffalo is still the home team, it's still action, which they still are, but it's it's a neutral. I mean, the game's in Detroit. That's odd with the, how yeah, they word it because there is no home team as far as I'm concerned, but that is action at DraftKings. FanDuel void. MGM void. Uh, but action at a couple spots. So uh, when we were on the air yesterday, we we're talking yeah. about know your house rules. Yes, we were talking about this at five forty-five a.m. Pacific time, and I just I didn't at that time I did not believe the game was going to get moved. Uh, I know that there was that story they were kicking around. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mary Kay Cabot, who covers the Browns, was on that saying that <clears throat> league officials told them they could move the game. At that time yesterday morning, I was like, I don't put much stock into this. I still think they're going to go to Buffalo and play the game. So I never considered like getting off of my uh, under bets at 46-ish in that neighborhood to grab the over just in case it was action, which one spot I do have action, other spot it was voided. So I'm sitting with a ticket now on a bad number, but that's because I for, I didn't, uh, I honestly no. did not, I did, yeah, I did you not. You have action at a spot? Oh, I have action under 46, yeah. Oh, boy. Yep, yep, another spot voided oh. the uh, total, and uh, I grabbed Browns plus 9.5. That was voided. But again, it's because um, yeah. 
It's because I just, at that point of, it was very, it's very early out here, obviously. So I just did not think the game was going to get moved. I, I didn't, oh, yeah. I thought for sure we're going to have the game. And I don't know if that was my heart thinking because of what you just said. Like, I really wanted to see like a game in, you know, five feet of snow. Yeah. And what that would look like. Well, they're seeing public safety and it's just going to be an ambush here and an avalanche of snow and uh, do what's best for the city of Buffalo. You know, I saw Las Vegas Chris tweeted it out early in the morning, too, about you got to know this stuff and uh, you could go and get caught with your pants down. You're holding mm-hmm. a bad ticket. Yeah. And that's the case. Now, the other thing is, there, as I understand it, they're going to fly out Saturday, play the game Sunday, fly back to Buffalo, and then fly back to Detroit Wednesday for the Thanksgiving Day game as they play back-to-back games in Detroit. It's a quick flight. So, I mean, I would uh, not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want to stay in a hotel there the entire time either and, and you know, prep for the Thanksgiving game. You can knock that flight out in no time. Uh, I was able to get down a little bit on over 42 yesterday. So oh, there you go. Maybe maybe it lands, you know, 27-17 and I win both, but I'm not going to hold my breath on that. So, but uh, for our buddy who was pounding 42, hoping that that exact scenario would happen, got he would have that action. I, that was a great idea out of him. I was surprised by that, that yeah. he told that this well-known uh, offshore book still considers it action. I also, I mean... I like the Browns' chances, plus all those points. Again, they they were, you know, in theory, going to have enough time to plow the field, take care of it. It's not going to be an issue. That's what people were projecting anyway. The Browns could have given them game big time on, you know, maybe slippery conditions yeah. or snowy field, whatever, uh, in a dome. Ooh, boy. This could be bad. If Allen doesn't turn it over. I mean, they're giving up 26 points per game, and Miami just hung 39 on them. So they've lost five or six. It uh, Buffalo should be able to do what they want on offense. Yeah, I guess especially the, through the air too. Yeah, if, if this is a really ugly football game and the and the Bills take care of them by let's say a couple touchdowns for the sake of this segment, the the silver lining here, I guess, for the Browns is that uh, they're going to get a peek at what Deshaun Watson can look like uh, right around the corner because he's going to be coming back for that Texans game, which is now what uh, next week, a week after a week after yeah, week thirteen. Well, I don't even care about that. I mean, that's. No. I don't care who's playing court. Brissett's played well. They're not stopping anything. Yeah, but I think they want – and I'm not even talking about this year. Well, see, look, the rush yeah. factor. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure, because yeah. it's going to take him a good, I would think anyway, a game or so to shake off that rust. But then to, you know, going into next year and what that is good – here's the thing. Maybe Watson looks awesome down the stretch, and that will just balloon their numbers up next year and put, like, win totals of 10.5 on it. They'll be the favorites in that division. And if you think it's not going to work out that way, you can go the other way. Yeah. You know? I think actually this works out for the Bills. I mean, I'm 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 picking up what you're putting down. Yep. I mean, that was going to be tough if it was going to be all that snow and it's just going to yeah. be a big dose of chub. And if you were limited in the passing attack, yeah, I'm still very high on the Bills overall. I really am. I mean, I, you can't really the last two weeks. I know that they have uh, blown those two games, but if they didn't, they would have one loss on the year. That's it. And I know that they yep. you know came back late against the Chiefs. They came. They probably should not have uh, defeated Baltimore, but maybe the record. You know. It is what it is right now, and it should be where it is. But um, as long I'm, as long as that guy can be healthy, I know he's been bad in the last couple of games. Well, but, just don't turn it over. Yeah. It's four interceptions the last two games, and several of them in the red zone, and then the ridiculous fumble. So, yeah, you're right. They probably should have lost the Baltimore game, but you gave away the Jets game, and absolutely yeah. gave away the game last week. Right. But they get the Browns defense and then the Lions defense, both at Ford Field in back-to-back weeks. Oh, man. They should do whatever they want in the next uh, you know, eight quarters yeah. of football. Al Michaels in a good mood. He liked the game. Yeah. And he's excited about Bill's Patriots coming up for their next game, well, I think too. I need so to be, yeah. 
For sure. <laughs> I, was, I was feeling good now. Well, we'll start to dive into the Sunday slate coming up next. Uh, strong numbers suggest an edge for this defense. And this team is 6-1 and one straight up off the bye vers- uh, versus divisional rivals. Details on that coming up here and Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Follow the Money on VSIN. College basketball's a couple weeks in now. Now's the time to get your copy of our annual betting guide. Over 400 pages. Biggest betting guide ever. Odds, trends, power ratings, analysis on every team. How about all the upsets so far? Matt Humans, Greg Peterson. They gave their predictions for win totals, futures, conference champs, tournament teams. The only way to get the guides become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. $99 through the Super Bowl. And get that World Cup betting guide, which is out, which is unbelievable. Nigel on every group. Oh, loved it. Beeson.com slash subscribe. Okay, so we brought up the Patriots-Bills game in the previous segment. Patriots get the Jets this weekend. Both teams are off a bye. The Patriots are 6-1 and one straight up, 4-3 and three ATS. Post-bye week games versus the division. They're also 4-0 oh to the under. Um, the Jets... The kind of exact opposite. In previous post-bye week games, they're 2-11 straight up, 4-9 ATS. And they've lost five straight against the division, getting outscored by 23.6 points per game off the bye. I would say this, not exactly your same old Jets. That's true. So Salah's done a really true. good job this season. And uh, somehow, some way, they're sitting here. And as you pointed out yesterday, what, win? And they're the two seed? Yes, losing there in last place. Okay. So this is wild. Again, as we said yesterday, every team... And the AFC East is in the playoffs if they started today. Uh, the, you know, the, the, does this matter? I think the history has to matter here. I mean, they beat them 13 in a row. And certainly from a Patriots standpoint, and Belichick. And what just happened in the last meeting. Jets had 50 yards rushing in the first meeting. Patriots were great on the ground against the Colts. Still have many numerous concerns about this offense. But give Belichick time to dial something up in game plan. And maybe uh, Wilson will melt out there again. Contain the rushing attack, slow him down, and Wilson can't make plays, and the Patriots do enough on offense, and they come out there and, and get the win. I mean, this is just it, I would have loved to grab the five and a half. I just can't believe how it moved and nothing happened. Yep. But now, as Chernoff mentioned Tuesday, and it did happen, you're seeing an uptick now with uh, Patriot money and, and now some three and a halfs. But uh, 23rd in passing, 17th in rushing. They've been strong defensively, uh, allowing 18 points per game. And uh, they're on a 5-1 and one ATS run in their last six. So I don't know how good they are. I still don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I know this, if they lose Sunday, it's not going to happen because they still haven't played Buffalo, and they have some other tough games coming up. But, I, I just again, I think that the history here is enormous. How they just It's little brother, and they, they bury him every time they play. And that was a misleading score. Yeah. The, 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 the Wilson passing yards were phony. A lot of it was done in garbage time. The Patriots had a double-digit lead till an oh-by-the-way garbage touchdown on a fluke play that set up the touchdown on a long pass. New England was very, very conservative and didn't let Mac do anything and just let run the ball, let folk uh, kick field goals after its great field right, position. Right. Most of the time, <clears throat> I will sit here and tell you that the first time two teams played really means nothing <clears throat> Excuse me for the matchup. I could see this game going very similarly to how the first game went, where it was 22-17. It's a lower-scoring game. The total in this game is 38. I'm not going to be surprised if this is 17-12, 17-10. 
in that range. A lot of reasons why you pointed out the defenses. Well, the Jets, they have a defense that if you look at like EPA per play, expected points added per play on defense, they're very good um, overall and against the pass. They're middle mm-hmm. of the pack and maybe a little bit better than that in some key running categories. But on the flip side, the Patriots are even better. Total EP, This is how good the Patriots have been on the year. Total EPA per play, they're number one defensively. Against the pass, they're number two. Against the rush, they fall off a little bit, but they're also number one overall in pressure percentage. And to your point, I mean, Judon is having a year where... Okay, this is going to be bad because uh, the throat is killing me this morning, so sorry about that. But he needs to be taken seriously for Defensive Player of the Year. Uh That's how good of a season he's having. And so if this this defensive front is going to be getting to Wilson for most of the game, which, again, the numbers suggest that they're probably going to be at least making a trouble for him... Uh, that can spell doom for the Jets offensively. Do we see changes from New England offensively coming out of the bye and how bad they've been and what does Belichick and Patricia do here considering Mac hasn't played well, the offensive line hasn't done well, and uh, if, if we see some – I mean, there's a couple nice throws against Indy, mm-hmm. but they still – to me, they have weapons. I mean, there's a lot of guys you can – but, again, the, a big story that's not getting enough attention is what has happened to this guy. I mean, he was unbelievable last year. Yep. He was going to win the rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year, until Chase – Went nuts in the final month of the season. Yeah, I would agree with Big that. Big time regression for yep. Matt Jones. Well, here, let's hear from the uh, head coach, Bill Belichick, talking about what you just brought up on making changes offensively. Yeah, I mean, there's no laws or regulations. You can do whatever you want to do. But realistically, is it asking too much? To- Depends on what you want to do. I don't know. I think that's, it would depend on what's what you consider major and what you don't consider major. Yeah, each team's different. Each, you know, players are different. Systems are different. What works for one might not work for another, vice versa. So, again, I think I should take the time you have and try to use it as productively as possible. I'm sure that's what you do in your life. That's what we all try to do in our lives. That's what your team tries to do. Take the time, figure it out, see what the problems are, address them. Got to make a big change, make a big change. Make a little change, make a little change. I think the fact that they're, they've won four out of five here and the, house, the offense has struggled, especially with Mac Jones, mm-hmm. huge. And full marks to Belichick. Yep. But I would say when in doubt, you have to ride this streak here and, and trust Belichick off the bye. And, and again, Wilson will turn it over and make mistakes. Yeah, I, um, I'm not at the point where I'm considering this game for like a contest play. But if I had to, I would lean to the Patriots side. That's where I'm at with the game. If the Jets lose, I think they're all right. I mean, they still have they still have Detroit, Chicago, and yeah. Jacksonville at home. Oh, don't forget, I mean, nine I mean, and eight should get it done. Yeah, I think a big they're they're over their win total already. Right. A lot of the reason why is because people looked at the back end of the schedule and they said, "Look at those are all winnable games, right?" Right. That's manageable. It was front loaded. Yeah, absolutely, and <laughs> yeah. they did a great job. I can't. I mean, who who would have guessed that they were going to go over at this point of the season? Nobody would have said that, but they did, and that tells you how good of a job Salah's doing and uh, how they're just. Mm. Uh, Mike Pritchard came on the show yesterday. He said it's in the fourth quarter. They're they've been awesome. Um, and that's they haven't how, lost that's on the road either. How they're winning games. Yeah. Eagles at the Colts. Uh, so is this now too much steam here on Indy? Is this kind of like uh, the Packers last night? Hey, they came back against the Colts or against the Cowboys. Another yeah. three point favorites are going to win the game. Well, it, I, it wanted to how bad Allinger was and putting Ryan back in there. Uh, you did get healthy against another bad outfit with the Raiders. Uh, it isn't too much of an overreaction. The Eagles still should have won the game, and they were lousy. So I know they said, well, okay, so we got punched in the mouth. Let's see how we respond. I think they will respond. 
and I think the Eagles will win and cover. The other thing, I like the moves they made. Oh, you to have get, to. To get uh, Sue and Joseph uh-huh. to shore up that middle. I like it. Plus a defense, so it gave up too many uh, passing plays against Washington as well. You know, take care of the ball. They were so good this year, not turning it over. Uh, then it was a, a comedy show on Monday night, and I think it's, it is a bit of an overreaction as well. And who knows, maybe the Colts are smelling themselves and, well, okay, we won and all this Saturday business. I think the Eagles get well here, and the Eagles get back on track. I will say that the Colts' defensive numbers are completely under the radar. They're sneaky good. They're number seven overall total EPA allowed per play. They're number four uh, in terms of explosive pass percentage, number two against the rush. Eagles, by the way, in offense are number three on the rush, so something's got to give there. And overall, the Colts, I mean, that's what is keeping this team competitive I mean, because the offense has been so miserable uh, for a majority of the year. Now, um, I like what you said, too. They're not screwing around because they saw what happened in the game on Monday night yep. where they could not get the defense off the field. It was Brian Robinson, three yards in a cloud of dust. <laughs> They're missing rookie Jordan Davis up front. He was like their true one-run stopper. He's out. They had to put him on IR, and they're like, okay, how do we drag? What do we do here then? Oh, we have two guys, Joseph and Sue, who are available, and they want to come play for us? Let's, let's sign them both. Not one, but two. Good move. So, Yep, good move. Got to respond, though. I mean, if you lose this, now it's like, oh, boy, here we go. Maybe the but just you have to bounce back now yeah. and uh, and get the W because you got some big games coming up. Yeah, and also we have the Lions and at the Giants. We'll expand on this when we get into a weekly player props. I mean, it just and a lot of times when it, this happens, it goes the opposite way. But this is screaming for another big game from Saquon Barkley. Oh, he's gonna go crazy! I love the Barkley props in this game. He's gonna run all over them. Yep. I mean, the Lions last in defense overall. Second worst run defense, 27th against the pass, and last in points per game. Mm-hmm. This is too much respect for the Lions here. I, I know it's a smoke and mirrors with the Giants, but come on. Not, don't forget the Joe Osborne number as well from uh, Vegas Insider. 15-1-1 and underrun, Giants at home. Yep. Giants win, Giants cover. This is way too much respect for the Lions. Yeah, I mean, Goff will make mistakes. Barkley's going to run all over them. The Giants are going to win this game. Let's be honest here. I mean, the line... Lions scored 21 points in the fourth quarter last week. Yeah. They were not even fortunate. They were extremely lucky to win that game against the Bears. The, the Bears are not a very good football team. We all know this. But the Bears gave that game away. They lost it more than the Lions won it. Yes, they did. And now they're getting three by. I mean, that's, again, a lot of respect for the Lions. And uh, I, I understand. I mean, the Giants are not that great of a football team, but they're laying three? Put Goff in third and long. That'll be the ball game. Okay. That'll be it. Outside in the elements, Giants defense has been unbelievable this year on third down. Best since the 98 Chargers. Yep. All right, here we go. This is super exciting. Coming up next, the great Nigel Seeley is going to join the program. Soccer, betting, um, extraordinaire, friend of the show. He's going to be at the World Cup for a full month. Uh, his breakdowns on the VEASAN website and in the World Cup betting guide are phenomenal. We will talk to him coming up and get some uh, early bets that he likes here on Follow the Money. It's VEASAN, the sports betting network. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Kickoff football season, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook all season long, your go to book all football related content. Check out betrivers.com or download the app for the latest odds, promotions, props, and more great house specials. Cheer on your favorite teams and favorite players with Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. The pro tip. We do them every hour, 20 a day on this network. No, the house rules. Perfect example, look at what transpired here with Buffalo and Cleveland. Several books are uh, saying it's action. Most books say it uh, tickets void, though. Yep. But, again, there's a couple books that say you still have action, and now you have a lousy ticket if you bet the under. You are stuck with that sucker. That's our pro tip. All right, uh, very exciting news. We're going to have this guy on live from Cutter. For much of the World Cup tournament, we're checking with him now. Nigel Seely, the great Nigel. Uh, some people call him Nick at Seely underscore Nigel on Twitter. Uh, he is the best, and we're talking about the World Cup. Excellent job on the guide. Oh, yeah. Uh, to break down every group like that, beautiful, exquisite breakdown, my friend. How you doing? 
I'm very well. Thank you very much. Very well. Looking forward to the start of the World Cup. If you haven't seen the VEASAN guide, I've given a breakdown of every team, the prospects of the side, the key players from each side. It was quite hard to do my research on the Iranians and the Saudi Arabians, but yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was all right at the end. But uh, yeah, look, it can't wait. I mean, it's it's getting very exciting. The, the, the handle was pretty slow coming into the tournament. But now in the build-up, it's really started to pick up on both sides of the pond. You know, the American books that, you know, I speak very much to the guys at Bet Rivers. They're seeing a huge amount mm-hmm. of money coming in now. And the same over here. It was a tournament that everyone thought wouldn't capture the imagination. But coming into it now, it's starting to really has. And when it kicks off on Sunday, I think this could be – well, this will certainly be the biggest betting soccer event that the, the American market's ever seen. It's going to grow and grow. What do you think of the first match Sunday with uh, the home nation uh, taking on Ecuador? And if they can, I mean, if they, if they can keep it close, you have a great breakdown on this and a prop that you like as well. There's also, you know, the guy has over 450,000 Twitter followers. A guy tweeted out uh, shenanigans maybe of a payoff as well with some uh, uh, unfortunate news here about what could Ecuador paid to uh, sit lay down. Well, I mean, it's it's the biggest game in the Qatari sports history. I mean, they've wanted the, the World Cup for many years. They got the World Cup. Uh, there was doubts whether it was going to actually be staged. It actually, it's actually happening. And the worst thing that Qataris can be is can be embarrassed in their first game. Uh, they've got arguably the toughest two games in the group to come after that with Senegal and, and the Netherlands. So this is a really, really, really important game for the Qatar nation. These players have been waiting for a long, for long, long, long time. Biggest game in their career. They've been training all their lives for this massive moment. And um, I think it's a favourable game, regardless of what some guy tweeted. I mean, that 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 happens. These kind of things potentially could happen. We've seen it before in World Cups. We've seen it. Anytime there's gambling, anytime there's money involved in sport, you have got the possibility mm-hmm. that something like that could happen. But for, forget the part that to one side for one minute. Um, Ecuador aren't very good. Um, and we're getting very, very – people have got no real – nobody has any idea how good uh, Qatar are going to be. They're the complete unknown in this tournament. They could be a lot better than people anticipated. I've seen people tweeting saying, "Oh, they're in a friendly. They're absolutely rubbish. They, they, they're a level of level two English football." Well, it's a it's a friendly. This is the first game of a World Cup. They're going to have sixty five thousand supporters. I would be guessing that they're probably two hundred from Ecuador. <laughs> so they've got sixty four thousand eight hundred Qataris on their side, in conditions which are going to be they're going to be so used to. Now let's look at this Ecuador side from a football perspective. Forget what some guys tweeted. But this is the Ecuador's last recent games. Nil-nil against Iraq. Nil-nil against Japan. Nil-nil against Saudi Arabia. Nil-nil against Mexico. The only time Ecuador scored a goal in their last five matches was against Cape Verde in a 1-0 win in June. Oh. That, to me, isn't great. You know, they're not a very good team. They start. They come fourth in the South American qualification but a lot of their games were at home where they're pretty good. I'm sure they play at altitude, so there's a lot of games that they, they got a big home advantage. The, the form at the end of it was terrible. They're not a good team. And if you go back in history, the World Cup started in 1930. Uh, we've it, we, never, never, ever, ever, as a host nation in a World Cup, ever lost a game. Ever. Ever. In history. Wow. Ever. Ever. They've, they, it's always been a draw or a win for the home nation. They've never lost. Ever. And when you consider there's been some sort of team, I know, I know Qatar are slightly different, but let's go back years. When America held the World Cup in 1994, they weren't considered a, a soccer nation, were they? No. And, and you know, they've, they've gone, they've done, they've come to become one now. 
You look at South Africa, when South Africa held the World Cup, wasn't really at the time South Africa weren't considered to be a great footballing team. And the same with South Korea, the same with Japan. I don't think they're going to get embarrassed because it's this every Qatari sports fan has been waiting for this moment for since the name of Qatar was eight years or so, seven years since they've awarded the World Cup. They're not going to lie down and and uh, and go down here without a fight. And the Ecuadorians will be petrified. And if you look at the Ecuadorian team, they're not very good. So I, I, I understand the move for Qatar. I, I was really strong on Qatar not losing this game prior to any sort of speculation about uh, uh, match fixing or briberies, just from a football perspective, because I don't believe Ecuador are any good. So um, mm. the one thing I also think is under two goals, this will be one nil, nil, nil. And when I go back to Ecuador, I've got a big a bit of a negative for Ecuador in this tournament. Uh, I've said to you, they failed to score against Iraq. They failed to score against Saudi Arabia. They failed to score against Mexico. They failed to score against Japan. Um, they're 25 to 1, Ecuador, to be the lowest scorers in the World Cup. That is not a bad bet. Because wow. okay. I, it wouldn't surprise me to see Qatar and Ecuador draw this game nil-nil. It's a, I, I, don't, I think a, the, the Qataris will take a draw. They don't want to lose your first game. This will be so nervy, so tight. wouldn't surprise me to see this be a nil-nil. And then... Uh, Ecuador have to play the big guns, Netherlands and Senegal. And uh, I can't see them get anything from that. A 25 to 1 Ecuador to be the lowest scorers. There are, there are some poor teams. There's Saudi Arabia, there's Costa Rica, who, who, who are amongst the favourites. But at 25 to 1, it's well worth a bit of pizza money. That's great. I took a half a goal with uh, Cutter. So did I. Paid like $1.50. But uh, I'm going to yeah. be looking for nil nil halftime for sure, Nigel, under as well in the, this matchup. You've got to look. In this World Cup, especially the early kickoff games, the, I've got a friend out there at the moment. It's 38 degrees. It's hot. It's really hot. Ooh. It's humid. The first, the first um, half is going to, is going to be. There's nothing going to be happening in the first half. I can, I can see a lot of unders in the first half. I can see a lot of games being draws at the 45 minute mark. They're going to be really cagey. And I think the games, the bigger squads and the better teams will win the games from who they bring off the bench in the second half. So okay. the first half's definitely, definitely tight. Very good. You're going to be back on the show again every day next week uh, when we're on, uh, including Monday. We'll get into the USA and Wales at that point. So that's coming up yep. on Monday as opposed to today. Uh, a couple minutes left here. The lower leagues are still going on. What, what caught your eye this weekend? I'll give you one pick. Uh, I've bet Lincoln uh, to beat Morecambe um, in League One. Morecambe are really, really bad side, really poor. More, the Morecambe are making the headlines because Tyson Fury wants to buy them. Uh, you know, so, uh, but, you know, it, it, I wouldn't be scared of him if he wanted to bet Morecambe with me. It wouldn't bother me. You can still bet them with me. But uh, I think Lincoln will beat Morecambe. Uh, Lincoln have got a good manager and young manager in Mark Kennedy, a former Liverpool player, and a, a Robert Devine international. Uh, they're around about minus 125. Uh, they're at home to Morecambe, who have, who have really hit some bad form at the moment, gone down to the relegation zone in League Two. Uh, a side that didn't, sorry, League One. They're a side that didn't have much money in League Two and, and got promoted, which was a, a great achievement. But now they've gone up to gone up a level where they're not really comfortable. So I would definitely go for uh, I would definitely go for Lincoln uh, to beat Morecambe uh, in League One this weekend. That's going to go all, all the way through. Um, but my, my 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 sole purpose. Anyway, did you see the news? There's no um, oh. there's no alcohol. Of course, no, I... no alcohol in the stadium. What's all this about? And, trips and, off. Hey, hold, I said, hold on, I bet hold on. Rivers, the trips off. Yeah, so, <laughs> New York, New York Times tweeted about this like an hour and a half ago, two hours ago. Yeah. It's off. No no beer sales. Evidently, well, you can drink, you know, vodka, whatever, if you want. Are you still going to go? You're going to be there for like a month? I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Let me, uh, the, the, miss, the Mrs. Seedy, she's been telling me for ages I've been drinking too much. She, she says you need to go in to see someone. Well, 
she's just going to put me on a playing guitar for a month. I'll be fine when I come back. I'll be absolutely fine. No, but joking aside, <laughs> I mean, I think I, th- I think what's going to happen is when you see the prices of the of the of the alcohol out there, you, you you're glad they're not selling them. Are they're at eighteen? It's about twenty five dollars for a bottle of Bex or a bottle of Budweiser. I mean, it's oh my ludicrous God. kind. Of, yeah, so I th- that's in that's in the fan zones. But uh, no, it's going to be. I think it's going to be really interesting to see how it develops. And at the end of the day, you know, I, mean, I I've been to so many football matches that uh, I think I told you this before. I've been to so many football matches that I, I've had to I've had to message my son on the way home to tell me what the score was because I can't remember um, because I've had too many Stellas. So uh, it'd be quite nice to actually watch a football game knowing what actually happens <laughs> rather than right. not not much happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. Uh, we're looking forward to it. Starting next Monday, every day. Yeah, uh, so am I. Great. Uh, well, Thank safe you. travels over there, and uh, have yeah, a well, good I'll weekend. Yeah, I'll speak to you before then. I'm flying out on Wednesday, so I'll see you on Monday and Tuesday. Obviously, Monday we've got the big game between yep. the, um, America and, and Wales, and obviously England play Iran. So that'll be a big day. But definitely, don't write off these Qataris. Okay. They're going to they're going to be up for this, and I think they can pull a shock off. Great info, mate. Have a good weekend. Take care. Follow him on Twitter. He is at Sealy underscore Nigel. Let's go one nothing Cutter then. Sure. We get the under, then we're in play for the uh, 25 to 1 shot. No doubt. The Ecuadorians. More NFL games coming up next. Just when you thought it couldn't get any worse, the coach said something that only the quarterback could possibly trump. That's next here on Follow the Money. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.